What's good, everybody? My name is Caleb. My name is Vante. We co-host the Don't Let It Consume You podcast. Tune in every Wednesday to hear us talk about various topics covering whatever it is that may be on our mind. We continue to be true to being a non-definitive experience as we continue to cover lots of ground. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube, and also follow us on social media platforms at DLICY Podcast. As always, thanks for listening. Hope everybody's been safe out there. Snow has been coming down really hard, especially here where I'm at. I had to walk to class in the snow today. And when I got out of class, there was like a whole new sheet. So like the same way that I came from my apartment to my class, like my footprints were gone. I was walking past the construction site from uh, this building that they're building near my apartment. And this guy was like, y'all got class today? And I was like, are you surprised? Well, I didn't say that, but I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm out here in these trenches, man. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was very close to not going to class, but the only reason I went is because like my professor, he was like, you know, you've been coming in on Zoom the last few classes. Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I just, <laughs> sometimes I just don't feel like coming to class. He was like, well, I only have like one person signed up for full-time Zoom. So uh, I would prefer you come to class in person. I was like, all right. So I just went. That's good. I mean, it, it was it, a struggle for me just to go to the mailbox this morning. What? Your mailbox is like how how far from your. Yeah, but it, it, it's literally with like walking distance. Like I can walk to it in like two minutes and then like come back to my house. But so, so how, how much snow are they saying that you're going to like get there? Because for us, uh, they're saying like six to seven. That's what it is for us. I've heard eight which I'm really scared of, but... You got to work tomorrow? Yeah, I got to... <laughs> I don't know how I'm getting to work tomorrow because the roads look terrible. They didn't do any ice this time, which I don't understand because they've been doing it for, like, every other day besides the winter advisory. I feel so like the that... snowstorm should have came on the weekend because nobody really would have to work and people would stay in and we could, like, prevent more corona cases. But it just has to happen when everybody has to go to work and go to class and kind of has to be out of the house. I mean, but this ain't going to be like the. I feel like this ain't the end of it. I know. We're going to get more snow later this week and this weekend, I think. So, yeah. And I I enjoy the snow when I don't have to, like, deal with it. If I'm going to be in the house for a few days, I can admire it. You know, when I was walking to class today before, because when I was walking to class, it wasn't that bad. It was snowing a decent amount, but it wasn't like in your face. I can't see type snow. That's how it was when I got out. But before class, when I was walking, I was just kind of admiring it. You know, like it's kind of beautiful. I can't even lie. Yeah. Some Some of my favorite pictures are when there's actually good weather with snow. You know, like actual good lighting, but there's still snow outside on the trees and it's all fresh and stuff. Yeah, like it's one of those things that you kind of just admire in the moment, you know. But then when I got back out and snow was smacking me in the face, my attitude kind of changed a little bit in that aspect. I couldn't see, bro. I was walking to class. I couldn't see. I heard somebody. And I, was, I listened to my music on the way to class. So, like, sometimes I can't hear people. I just happened to hear the construction dude. He was like, y'all still got class today? And I was like, yeah. I took some pictures out in the snow today. And that would it would, like, actually get in the way of, like, the camera and stuff. Like, and I, I don't know. I don't know why I found that surprising because I was in the middle of, like, all of it. But still. There's a couple years ago when I was walking to class and or I wasn't walking to class. I was walking to get dinner on campus and it was snowing, but it was like nighttime. So the streetlights were on and I took the picture and it was really good. I still got it in my phone somewhere, but it's like deep in my camera. Is that an album cover worthy? No. A lot of uh, speaking of album covers, have you seen that uh, TikTok trend with the album covers? Yes. A lot of those. I think are, it's fascinating. It's fascinating, but a lot of them are like trash like utter garbage i i've actually seen like pretty good ones i i I see ones from people that actually like try to make like a good yeah like the ones where people are actually trying to make a good cover like those are really good but i feel like the ones who just like take screenshots of videos are the worst (laughs) ones (laughs) and sometimes they can come out good but like a lot of them are just like 
They're taking a picture of a lamp in their room and putting a parental advisory <laughs> sticker on it <laughs> and calling it an album cover. Hey, some of those are funny though. Like you just gotta appreciate it. I mean, yeah, they're funny. Like I'm not even gonna lie. Some of them I are did, funny, I, low key, I'm I not need gonna to say that they're the good. Lowkey, I need to hop on the trend. I gotta I've been I haven't been on TikTok in like a minute, actually. I, I like hop on from like time today. to time, but like I don't get on it as much as I used to. I was on it for a little bit today. I didn't see anything super interesting. I mean, a lot of the times I like to like troll racists in the comments. But aside from what? that. Oh, yeah. You get political stuff. And yeah, shit. I was like, who? how are you getting in racist, racist comment sections? Well, I'm not getting like the racist stuff doesn't come up on my For You page. But it, some of the people that I'm following, like they'll call out the racist people and they'll like uh, do at their videos. So I'll go into their comments and I'll put like, I don't know, sometimes I'll say some some stuff that I won't go into. There was this one dude that I saw today. He was just like talking like terribly about black women. And I got in the comment section. All I just put in the comment section, I just put L. And a bunch of people started attacking me, bro. And they were like, you're <laughs> mad. Ha ha, you're mad. You're mad. I'm like, bro. And there was a dude with a SoundCloud link in his bio. So I, I had ammo. I was like, I think the dude was like, you're offended. I was like, I'm more offended by that music you're putting out, bro. <laughs> Rapping ain't for everybody. <laughs> Attacking where it hurts. <laughs> Damn, my man ruthless out here. That's one thing I can't stand. Like, that people need to stop being racist on TikTok. Especially towards, like... I... Especially towards black women, bro. They get it the worst, I think. I hate... He super energized for Black History Month. Speaking of Black History Month... I watched uh, Judas and the Black Messiah on Friday, the day that it dropped on HBO Max. And it was a really, really good movie. Acting was crazy. Dea Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield killed it. Lakeith Stanfield is okay becoming one of my favorite actors. And then also uh, Dominique Fishback. She had a really great performance too. There's a lot of great performances in that movie. I definitely recommend it to anybody who hasn't seen it yet. I know it's only been out for like a few days, but Definitely. If you have HBO Max, check it out. It's streaming for free for like the next month. All right. Was that your HBO Max? Yes. Plug? HBO Max is amazing. I know like in the uh, streaming wars episode, I was like, I don't know if HBO Max will last or, or will keep up with like the other streaming services. But HBO Max has some real heaters. That's that's fair. That's fair to say. I've been hearing about a lot of good stuff that they have. So they just put Static Shock on there today. Who? Static Shock. I don't know what that is. You don't know what Static Shock is? No. Are you joking? No. <laughs> okay, so you grew up at least watching something from Cartoon Network, right? Right. You never once came across Static Shock. Well, if I let me look it up to see if I remember. Wow. Off the top of my head, that Static is Static not... Shock is one of the most iconic like superhero cartoons of all time, bro. That's insane that you don't know what Static Shock is. Oh yeah, I remember that. I didn't, but I didn't watch it. No. I remember it. I didn't That's watch it. That's one of like the greatest superhero cartoons ever made, bro. I don't know. It has a 7.3 out of 10 on the IMDb. <laughs> no, I'm That's really good. <laughs> they put that on HBO Max today. There's a lot of good stuff on HBO Max. So for anybody who doesn't have it, I definitely recommend getting it. There's a lot of it's worth it, I think. All right. Thank you for the uh for the plug. We're not getting paid for this. The not the non-sponsored, <laughs> the non-sponsored HBO Max. HBO Max plug. ever wants to sponsor us, definitely hit us up. Email is in our bio, I think. <laughs> is it? I haven't done that yet. I'm surprised. I haven't put that in the social media bios. <laughs> I probably will now that I think about it. Kind of transitioning. We tried to reshoot our trailer episode episode 0.5 this past weekend didn't go as planned did not go as we'll get planned. that out at some point soon I kept messing up i didn't know what to say at the end of the day we just kind of planned this episode out so no new trailer yet but soon we'll get one hopefully, hopefully. it'll be a lot better quality because the first one was kind of it was okay for like the time and for what it was but now we kind of know what we're doing we can get a better trailer out of it Last point before we kind of get into the meat and potatoes of the episode. How were you feeling yesterday? Did you oh, do anything special with your girl? Did you have any fun relationship oh, yeah. uh, stuff to do? How was that? Yeah, man. Uh, spending Valentine's Day with my one true love, uh, the JJ Plantation. That was extraordinary. Uh, I couldn't have wanted anything more of you know 
preparing for a snowstorm advisory um, and just sitting in a cold ass shop and it feels like one degree one degree outside and people keep coming through drive through so we got to open up the drive through especially when people complain that the you didn't call them when ordering their food even though you your delivery driver said that she knocked like hella times what do you think they were doing who knows? Who knows? I, mean, I, I didn't get a call from my GM today or anything saying that they called back or anything. So I don't care. It was some from Donato's that worked at Donato's and she brought up the fact that we trade with them sometimes. Wait, so there's somebody who works at Donato's who comes into your store and trades like a pizza for a sandwich? Well, no, we'll we'll call like fast food restaurants. Like we'll call each other and be like, hey, this is so-and-so you trying to trade. Are you serious? I mean, I've never worked in like food before. So yeah, you've never worked fast food. That's we, every fast food uh, restaurant practically does that. That's really funny. Actually. I've I've never heard of that. Smoothie King always wants to trade with us because we're like, so do you trade with Smoothie King? And we're like, sometimes a lot, a lot. They call actually sounds like, pretty good i honestly would like no it's not it i gets mean i better get tired after a while we're giving up sandwiches for for smoothies like shit that i shit mean it's a fair trade if somebody is tired of sandwiches and the other person is tired of smoothies like i just feel like a trade is is that a fair trade a sandwich people for a sm- or people have smoothies for whole meals that's what I i'm feel saying like though like i'm not trying to have a smoothie I feel for like a it's whole fair meal to people who drink smoothies as a meal I'm not drinking like the protein like drinks. So see, I haven't been to Smoothie King in like four years, so I don't remember what they have. They they got fitness stuff. They got well-being stuff. They got uh, vegetarian stuff, and then they just have like fruity ones. Yeah, last time I went to Smoothie King, I think I got like a strawberry banana type thing. So I went with a I went with a girl, and I didn't know what to get, so she just ordered for me. It was pretty good, but I'm not a big smoothie person in general. So same. Yeah, it sounds like in a very eventful Valentine's Day with you and Donato's. The JJ, the JJ and Donato's is like with Donato's. So it's a love triangle between you, your job, and the Donato's. If you think about it, I don't know. They were. She was the definition of passive aggressive when talking to me on the phone. (laughs) That's actually really funny, bro. I would hate that. I feel bad for you. <laughs> yes, please do. It happens like once a week. Yeah, I mean, it's a love triangle, bro. You, Jimmy John's, and Donato's. What if Donato's like stole you from Jimmy John's? Like, what if they offered you the highest paying job? That I mean, they, uh, if they got if they got benefits, if shit. they offered you the highest paying job that they could, like could, would you leave Jimmy John's for Donato's, even though the rivalry yes. is there? Yes. That's <laughs> how much I hate. <laughs> the goddamn JJ plantation. Hey, work. They gave uh people. They gave other people. They get, like at other stores. It's great, but like our store is just like. Dang, so you just turn around and work for the ops. I see. Yeah, shit. If they paying more, I'm trying to get this cash. <laughs> cash rule everything around <laughs> me. Because you know how people will post. Like on Instagram or something, like the hood people that you follow, because everybody follows at least like five hood people, right? So people will post right. some quote with like NBA young boy standing under it, and the quote will be like, "Loyalty over money because family is everything" or something like that. I feel like that's you, but like opposite. It's who can get me to this uh, new car faster? See, this man gonna be riding around in a whip pretty soon. My Valentine's Day was very, very uneventful. Oh, I was about to say, like, damn, you was about to come on here and flex that you had a girl over and was cooking and watching Netflix. Nah, my, my Valentine's Day was very uneventful. I I literally woke up, did some homework, did some laundry, and then I just watched I watched a movie, and then I was on TikTok for, like, two hours. That was pretty much my entire day. And I cleaned up around my apartment. That's pretty much my entire day, bro. I'm not even going to lie. Like you ain't played no like love. No, I mean I didn't have much to do. It took me like ten minutes to clean, bro. I I keep my apartment pretty clean, honestly. I'm a very clean person. I don't know why. Yesterday I was kind of feeling a type of way, and usually I don't care about Valentine's Day, but I don't know why. What what was so different for like yesterday? I mean, it was well, one everybody was preparing for a snowstorm, and then two wasn't really much to do on a Sunday 
at all. And then the fact that it's just Valentine's Day, everybody just got each other flowers and cards. It wasn't anything special. I don't think there was like any special Valentine's Day deals going on. Besides the fact that DoorDash was like delivering flowers. Not really. I mean, I saw like a few people that, that I know, they did some really cool stuff for their like relationship or whatever. So yeah, Valentine's Day this year was kind of a dud. I can't even lie. It was nice to see people, you know, get what they deserve though. It was cool seeing people be in love or whatever. It was nice in that aspect at least. So kind of transitioning into the meat and potatoes of this episode. We're probably, we're not quite a mid-season for the NBA yet, but we're getting there the next few weeks. The All-Star game is March 7th, and that's usually the midpoint for the season. So we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on around the league, you know, how our teams are doing, trade rumors, MVP race, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to go ahead and ask you right now, what has been going on with your Mavs? Because... Of course, yeah. You they know, have. Want to start with me? They have. Hey, I, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't need to hear it, bro. They have like, a, I know an, another like, all star on the team. No, yeah, I, I got it, bro. Like I have it. We are tenth in the Western Conference, man. Like the Memphis Grizzlies are like a better seat than us, and that's shocking because it's talking about the Memphis uh, Grizzlies right now. But anyways, yeah, we're 13-15. Um, we have, you know, Luca, a.k.a. White Magic, a.k.a. Baby Magic, um, that's out here still in the MVP race, not even feeling like he's an MVP, though. Um, he's balling, but I, the rest of the team just can't get it together. I'm kind of over this Kristaps Porzingis thing because he's just like an on and off switch when it comes to injuries and, you know, playing in games and stuff. I don't know. A lot of people have hope that it's going to get better come playoff time, but it they the 10th seed, are like, are we making playoffs, like, this year? Like, I don't know. Honestly, and like, there's a good my chance that they fear, don't make it. And my biggest fear is that I see, like, how teams – we have to remember that the Miami Heat are the, like, Eastern Conference champions. Like, we see teams like that that are, like, not doing good. We have teams like my Mavs yeah, that – the Heat aren't doing – You know, was this this close to, to keep on going? But, but the Heat aren't doing that well is because Jimmy Butler has missed, like, a lot of their games. So – yeah, but I mean, Bam is still Christoph hasn't been like playing crazy. Bam has low key gotten better. Christoph hasn't been playing like all the games either, though. Yeah, but who's better, Jimmy or Christoph? I mean, I would take Jimmy over Christoph's just exactly. Or who's more important to the team, ah. Christoph's or Jimmy? Exactly. I mean, obviously, Jimmy to the to Miami, yeah, because exactly. that's because Jimmy is the Luca of his like team, exactly. So, and the he. I don't, I don't know if they, I would say they have a better team. I think they have a better team than the Mavs overall. But they're still, like, they've been hanging around even without Jimmy. So I feel like even though the Mavs, they've had Porzingis have back. Have they really, though? Yeah, I mean, they they're really ninth have? right now in the East. They're only, like. Yeah, but they started out, like, very terrible. I mean, they're 11 and 15, I believe. I mean, they started out terrible, but they didn't do terrible enough to where they're just, like, in – the worst part of the conference were like the Wizards and the Pistons. I mean, but we uh, we all know that when it comes to like the Eastern Conference, we know which teams like right now are, you know, actually doing well besides the Heat without Jimmy Butler. The New York Knicks. I mean, yeah, they're seven seed, but like it's not like the Knicks were like, all right, never mind. I can't even say that. <laughs> I can't even say that. Hot take: Will the will the Knicks hang on to make the playoffs? Ooh, I think I think on. they might. Low key, because I can see them knocking out. Like I can see like the Raptors not making it. I think the Raptors might get it together at the end of the year though, and crack like six or seven seed. But I can see the Knicks hanging on, maybe getting that eighth seed. I know they're seventh right now, 
but I think the Knicks might hang on, bro. Unless the Bulls or the Magic, they get it together. If anybody gets it together, I was gonna say the Hawks. I was gonna say the Hawks. I don't. I don't know about the Hawks. They, I can see the Hawks. The Hawks have been having a lot of chemistry issues lately, so I don't know. I don't know if they'll get it together. Trey Young has been taking a lot of shots. John Collins has been a lot of trade rumors recently, as of the, like the last few days. So I don't even know if John Collins will be there in the next month. So we'll see what happens with Atlanta. Right. I don't know if, but, um, if anybody takes that like eighth spot from like the Knicks or the Raptors, it'll probably be Chicago or Orlando. You think uh, Zach Levine gonna stay in Chicago? Will Zach Levine stay in Chicago? Probably. The Bulls would be very stupid to trade him away. I feel like they're core. I don't know. With all the trading that's getting going on now, I, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if they're trading him, but I feel like they have they have a good nucleus of players. So I don't know why they would trade away. I know he's been in trade rumors, but I don't think it would be a good idea for them to trade him away. He'll probably be an all-star this year. He should be an all-star this year. I think so, at least. I don't know. He'll we'll, be the we'll first see. Bulls all-star we, 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 since, like, Joe Keep Noah and Lou Day. So it's been a minute for them. Really? What, and when was that? Well, that wasn't that long. I mean, it was like 2013, 2014. So it's been a little minute. But yeah, just going back. Yeah, my maps aren't doing too well. Hopefully we get it together. I think we will probably. I feel like we should make maybe seventh or eighth, if that. If anybody falls out, it'll probably be. I don't know. I, I, I want to say the Warriors. I, I, I want to um, say the Warriors might fall out. If anybody falls out, it might be them. But Steph has just oh, been on a tear, oh. bro. I don't know if Steph Curry will let that happen. On a tangent, that man has just been <laughs> I don't know if he'll let that happen, honestly. It's ungodly. <laughs> what like, doing? literally, that the team, like even though they're like 14 and 30 right now, they should not be as good as they are right now. They really shouldn't. Even really though really Steph shouldn't. is, like, healthy now. And Draymond has been playing – he's been playing a lot better than he did last year. I'll, I'll give it to Draymond because Draymond did not have a good year at all last year. But mm. he's been playing, you know, pretty well for them. He's been like a mentor kind of guy for a lot of the younger guys on that team. And they're overachieving. So I don't know if they'll keep it up throughout the season. But um, how are your – We do I even need to ask this? Like, God damn. Like, I, we get it. Your team's doing better than mine. Yeah, but you're right. in the East, though. You're in, like – you're in the East. I, can we at least put that caveat on this? I mean, yeah, we're in the – put that asterisk there. We're in the East. Why does it got to be asterisk? We've been losing to good teams. It's not like we've been losing to, We're like, in bum. the loaded West, bro. <laughs> like, my team is in the loaded West. But at least Your team not, is in the East. We're not losing to bomb team. Though it's not like we're losing to just like anybody, we haven't been playing. I know, but you're like January you're was top. You're top five in the East, so yeah. I'm, but January was not a good month for us at all. We've won our last couple games, and then we played the Timberwolves on Wednesday. I would be very surprised if we lost that game, and then we play Houston uh, next Saturday. Wouldn't be surprised if we won that game either. So we have very winnable games coming up. So I think if we get a streak going, you know, we can kind of start playing like we were at the beginning of the season again. But right now, like at least during the month of January, we weren't doing that well. You know, a lot of traveling, a lot of weird game scheduling. I, I could definitely see like the fatigue setting in a little bit. And we played a few good teams. You know, we got beat very, very bad by the Clippers at L.A. We lost to Dallas at home. We lost to the Raptors. We lost to a young up and coming Hornets team. We lost to the Sixers. So we had, we had a few tough games that, that month, but I think we'll get it together. You know, we have a few, a few gimme games in a few in the next couple of weeks. So uh, I think it'll be good for us and our confidence. We've played really well the last few games. So I see us doing all right for the rest of the season. You know, I think, uh, Domas will be an all-star. I think I really hope Brogdon will be an all-star. I'll say this. I see Pacers landing a fourth, fifth, or sixth seed spot. I don't see them going below six. We still got the bet that they not making it out of the first round. We will. I'm kind of upset. I'm still – I'm kind of upset about that because, honestly – 
when you look at the Eastern Conference, it's like, well, damn. Because if we get a three seed, it's not, we're playing like somebody like the Knicks or the Hornets, bro. Like they're not beating us in the first round. <laughs> I wouldn't want to play yeah, the Raptors in the first round. The Raptors are the Heat. I would not try to like. But anybody outside of the Raptors who ends up in like the sixth, seventh, or eighth seed are gonna be very beatable. Like none of them are winning a playoff series. Yeah, that's why I'm nervous because Pacers are good and doing better than my Mavs are right now. But we'll see come to playoff time. Um, and, yeah, just hopefully you guys can continue that trend and not fall below the Celtics, which are 13-13. and 13. Celtics is still a good team. Hornets is still a decent team, but need some work. So – what do you think your Mavs need to do? We're got what kind of uses a transition into like some trade rumors. They did some trading that I kind of don't like. I like the team prior to this year more than this team like now. But like I, like you said, they didn't do much, but they did a couple things, and I don't think that it was in their favor at all. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they could trade for Andre Drummond. You think so? Yeah, I mean, I feel like. Cleveland might just go all in on the rebuild because they have good young players. They got Colin Sexton, Darius Garland. They'll probably end up doing something with Kevin Love because I don't even think he's played this year. So I thought he wanted out. I know he said he wanted out last year because I know that like a trade to Portland was in the works because I'm pretty sure Portland wanted him because, you know, obviously Kevin Love, he's not the same Kevin Love he's been, but. He's from out there too. Ooh, that like I'm pretty sure he's from Oregon, so mm-hmm. that would have been like a homecoming for him. But I I can see Andre Drummond. Maybe I feel like the um, Mavs would be a good fit for him. Depending on who they give up. Okay. I mean, I would agree with that. I guess. Like I said, I don't know whether it's defensively or offensively. They definitely need some offensive boards, but. Andre Drummond will help with that. The man, one of the best rebounders of all time, low key. So, I don't know. I also think that kind of like moving away from the Mavs a little bit. Blake Griffin. I don't know where he's gonna go. I don't know what's gonna happen with him. If they're just gonna like buy him out, and he can choose where he wants to go. Or if they're gonna trade him somewhere, it saddens me to see Blake Griffin in the state that he's in now. Blake Griffin was must watch TV in LA, especially in the Lob City days. I was a big fan of Lob City. So I, I think it's just sad to see, like, all his athleticism gone. He's not even, like, old, bro. I feel like he's still a a decent player, though. He is, but, like, he has not been playing. Like, he was just an all-star, like, two seasons ago. So I know he's been injured. Like, the fact that Blake Griffin, after he got traded to Detroit, he knew he wasn't as athletic as he was. So he kind of just remodeled his game. He became a shooter. He became more of like a post player. And he wasn't trying to get a dunk. I don't even think he's dunked this year. No, I think they said that he hasn't dunked since like 2019. Yeah, he hasn't dunked in like two years. <laughs> so it's sad to see as somebody who used to get like poster after poster after poster every single night to not even getting like one dunk. Yeah, it, it, it is kind of sad. When you look at it, like, retrospectively, yes. Like, we grew up basically watching that type stuff, bro. We grew up watching this man, Blake Griffin, catch off the backboard lobs from Chris Paul and posterizing everybody, posterizing, like, Pau Gasol and Timothy Mozgov. And it was a time to be alive. <laughs> it was a time. I low-key feel bad that kids today are going to wit- get to, like, witness something like that. See that, yeah. I don't think yeah. we'll ever see anything like that ever again. Mostly, like, partly because the game is still, like, evolving, but also because there aren't really a lot of point guards like Chris Paul to bring the best out of Blake Griffin, guys like Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan. So I don't I don't know where he's going to end up. Is there a team that needs Blake Griffin right now? I honestly don't think so. I think there would be a teams that, like, welcome him there, but I don't think there's a team that need a Blake Griffin type player. Do you think it's like the um you think it's like the mellow situation? Uh I, I think so. Honestly, because there was never a team that really needed mellow, but there were teams that, you know, could welcome it. And 
he fits great in Portland. You know, he kind of found his role. He didn't want to, like, come off the bench. He was very adamant about that. But he's been doing well for them. Like, he's obviously not the old mellow. He's not prime, like, Nuggets and Knicks mellow. But he's still Carmelo. He'll still get you a few buckets every game. I don't know if Blake Griffin can do the same because Carmelo was never prominently injured throughout his career. Blake Griffin has been. True. True. I don't know. We'll we'll definitely have to see with that one. Um, I don't. I yeah. I don't know where a Blake Griffin would fit in. I don't know if they would need him offensively. Um, for really anything, it's not like he's you know special to like three point shooting or I mean he used to do the dunks, but he doesn't even dunk anymore. So it's like, like all his athleticism is gone, like from ages twenty to like twenty nine, like it's, it's done for. <laughs> I hope Zion doesn't end up uh, the same way because Zion is like a lot of his explosiveness reminds me of Blake Griffin. But the MVP race, you've had some comments that I kind of co-sign, but kind of don't at the same time. Who do I think is like top five right now? Honestly, top five MVP right now is in no order. Will be Embiid, Jokic, Braun, Curry. Dame, I would low key kind of co-sign that list. I mean, it's kind of like hard to like go against that. Honestly, I wouldn't put like I mean, like you uh, didn't, I believe, uh, put anyone in like the Nets really kind of from that. Yeah, because the Nets are the Nets. That's how. That's honestly how I see it. The Nets are the Nets, bro. Like I don't think there's really anybody standing out like for MVP, but. I mean, we we all get that Durant's having an excellent season, but still, he's with the Brooklyn Nets. You look at someone like Curry, who's literally the only thing making Golden State relevant, and you're like, yeah, of course he deserves MVP. You see LeBron basically being LeBron. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, how do you really bet against it? Yeah, I wouldn't be mad, honestly, seeing any of those guys win MVP. It'd be cool seeing LeBron get an MVP at, like, his age. But it will also be cool seeing, like, somebody like Joel Embiid or Jokic getting MVP. Who's the oldest person to receive an MVP? Karl Malone is the oldest MVP. He won it at 35, but we don't rock with Karl Malone. He... <laughs> Karl Malone is a terrible person for a lot of reasons. Damn. We don't rock with Karl Malone on here. He's an awful, awful person. I don't know if you know what Karl Malone did in his day, but I – uh, I'm not going to say I, I encourage you to look it up, but it's disgusting. I'll just say that. I, I did not know. I didn't know we had hate for Carl Malone. No, we have, we have hate for Carl Malone. Carl Malone is one of the. <laughs> I didn't know that it was on this podcast that we had hate for. I didn't know it was an op. No, Carl Malone is definitely an op. Like, we, we don't rock with Carl Malone around here, bro. Look up what he did okay. in, in college. Oh, okay. I we this this is the we don't rock with Carl Malone podcast. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, going back to the MVP race. Uh, yeah, everybody's having excellent seasons right now. Uh, I kind of do expect a lot more, not a lot more, but I do expect more injuries to probably happen because this is gonna be this is like a tough season as it is with like all this scheduling nonsense going on. And then there's like a new rule for COVID like every two weeks. Um, I think there was like a new rule implemented today. I believe, I don't remember what it was, but I think it was like limiting like family interactions or whatever. I don't know. It's a physically demanding season. I feel like, especially with this uh, all-star thing coming up and, uh, do you think they should have an all-star game? No, I, I was against it, honestly. I agree. I don't think they should have it. They already had a short enough break. It's like, can you let these people rest? Like, obviously, the people who aren't in the game are going to have that break. But I feel like the stars should get their break, too, because they're the ones who's making their teams that good in the first place. So I honestly think they should just skip out on the all-star game because it was going to be an indie if everything hadn't happened. And it would have been cool to have the All Star Game here. I think the last time we had the All Star Game was like eighty four, off the top of my head. That may may or may not be wrong. 
But I just think you tell me downtown Indy would have been packed with like hella super surfers. Yes. Because we're a good sports city. Are we, bro? Like, yeah, I get I saw what we did for like the Super Bowl we hosted, but like still. We're a good sports city. We have one of the most state of the art stadiums in the NFL. We have the five hundred. The Pacers are Oh wow, the five hundred. Bro, I feel like you don't understand like how big like racing is. I mean, I, I do understand how big racing is, but I'm like We don't care about racing, but people be coming out for that five hundred, bro. People do be coming out. I, I made a TikTok about it, though. We're the racing capital of the world. But I think that we're a good sports city to have the All-Star game. We're going to have it, but COVID happened. So we I think they rescheduled it for, like, 2024 or something like that. So we'll get it eventually. 2024? We don't even get it next year? If it, because who knows, like, it'll, who knows if it'll be, like, normal again by this time next year. Hopefully it is, but I don't know. It would be cool to skip the All-Star game this year. The All-Star game was amazing last year. Like, that was probably the best game in a while. Like, the the system that they did with – that Chris Paul came up with, it was amazing. It made for a really good and competitive and entertaining game. And I was really proud of, like, how they came out and played. But I, I feel like it's okay for them to skip it this year. Just give the players their accolades. Like, you're an All-Star for the 2021 season. And just give that player the break. Because De'Aaron Fox was kind of talking about it. Uh, last week, I think he was like, I don't want a game, but you know, and it kind of sucks that if I can't play or if I don't want to play, like I'll get fine. And Dame, I think last week too, was like, you know, if there's a game, like I'm cool with it. If there's not a game, I'm cool with it. I would love the extra time at home with my fiance and my kids. But yeah, if I have to play, then I have to play like this part of the job. And I get that perspective too. But at the same time, it's like, I honestly don't think that there should be an all-star game this year. There's a lot going on. And and it's in Atlanta too. <laughs> They're gonna be one of the COVID capitals. <laughs> Atlanta, like one of the COVID capitals of the world. So I feel like they're just gonna be out and about. I honestly don't feel like there is a single superstar right now that legitimately wants wants to play an all-star game. It's always like Dame said, like if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like I I don't feel like there's anybody that just, you know wants to do that like i said it's it's a physical grueling season with everything COVID related and just you know the short start or the early start and you know i don't know i feel like there should just be some amends like that i think we should just be like hey here's your award go rest up you know everybody deserves it. yeah it'll it'll be interesting to see how that goes down when it comes to this voting thing though it's all-star voting, what makes me so upset, and this has made me upset for years, is that the fans have so much of a say when it comes to these all-star starters. Some people I get, like, the year that Kobe retired, should he have been an all-star? Absolutely not. But because it was Kobe's last year and he was going to retire, I am happy that, you know, he kind of got that all-star nod. Same thing happened with... uh. Yao Ming, I believe, his last year. Nobody knew he was going to retire, but he still got the All-Star nod, even though he played like eight games that year. But the fact that Alex Caruso is top 10 in All-Star voting in the Western Conference right now. You need to put some more respect. Alex Caruso is a solid player. But the fact that people are voting this man in to be an All-Star starter, this man don't even start on his own team, bro. (laughs) It's... (laughs) It's a mix between meme voting. That's what I'm dubbing. That, that's I what I hate. It literally better. is meme voting. That's what I don't like about the fan vote. Like, I'm happy it's a, that it's a mix between people are getting a say in who they want to see in the All Star game. But sometimes players who deserve to be in the game, their only way of getting in will be the fan vote. Because sometimes coaches will snub players who will who deserve to be in the game. So sometimes players who deserve to be in the game, their only way of getting in will be the fan vote. So I think that it sucks to see that players like Alex Caruso and Clay Thompson, who hasn't even played in the game since 2019, are getting a bunch of all-star votes. Um, I, I, I mean, I agree with you. Definitely not Clay Thompson. Uh, I think is how he hasn't played. <laughs> 
but I don't know, man. I I I agree with you, but like to a, an extent, I feel like fans should have some say because I I always disagree with things that you know the fans you know can't have like some like interaction with not saying because it's kind of how the game awards kind of work like I like the fact that they have like a voter a voter's choice of like game of the year or whatever or like their favorite game of the year other than what the game awards you know committee thinks like what is game of the year and stuff like that so I see it like that and I feel like honestly that's what we should start doing is like having a separate ballot of you know people like fan voting but we should also have another ballot of like the official like coaches and you know staff and things making the actual vote yeah i mean like the fans they usually never the meme votes never actually are enough but i'm saying like people are wasting votes on for one people who are going to make it anyway like lebron and kd and Giannis and players like that and I feel like they should give it to somebody who actually deserves it who where where there's a chance that they might not make it if they're not voted in by the fans like right now I'm looking at the uh second fan returns for the voting voting pretty much everybody in the western conference front court outside of like Andrew Wiggins and Mello could make the all-star game or could make the all-star team. But then you look at players like the guards, Alex Caruso, Clay. I'll even put John Moran in there. I love John Moran. John Moran was one of my favorite young players. I don't think he should be an all-star this year because he missed a lot of time at the beginning of the season. It, so I, I don't know. Like I, I, I agree with that. <laughs> like, I agree with it. But at the same time, it's like – I mean, just fans like having power and, you know, even if it's, you know, not a serious vote, like I feel like it's still a vote nonetheless. I don't think people should be doing it like that, but it's like you kind of just have to take what you get. Maybe this is literally the NBA. Since they don't do a two, since they don't do like a two party system, like I said, with just a fan vote and, you know, like a coach thing, but. Alex Caruso being top 10 in NBA voting is literally the NBA version of when people were voting for Harambe for the 2016 election. I don't know. You can, you kind of have to take it with like a grain of salt. Yeah. And I know he's not going to get in, but the fact that other players should be like over him kind of irks me. Other players that deserve it. I'm not trying to take anything away from Alex Caruso, but he's not an all-star. They need to up my man's salary first and foremost kind of transitioning into um, who we think is going to come out of each conference as those, as the uh, standings kind of stand right now. I know that the Jazz are the one seed right now. They are a good team, and they have been rolling. The Jazz actually play the Sixers tonight, but I don't know if they could beat the Lakers when it comes to the playoffs. I think they could make a run to the Western Conference Finals, but I don't think they could beat a team like LA. The Lakers, at least. I don't know about the Clippers. They may be able to beat the Clippers. But the Lakers, not sure. So you still have Lakers coming out? Yes, I do. I mean, that's a fair That's fair enough. I mean, why not bet on the, you know, obviously returning champs? Um the way that I know a lot of people are sleeping on the jazz in the sense that nobody thinks that they can, uh, one, people don't think they're going to maintain the first seed, but two, they don't think they're going to come out of the West. Um, I would low key say that they have a chance of coming out the West and I would go as so far as to, not put all of my money on them coming out the West, but I would put a couple bucks in that they would come out the West. Yeah, I mean, I think they um, have a chance, but I don't know if they will. Yeah, I'm not fully confident. I'm not fully invested in it yet. But seeing that Utah, probably the most underrated team right now, even though they're the first seed, I get that's kind of like weird to say, but 
uh, probably the most underrated team. Low-key, I feel like they could probably pull an upset, especially if this uh, AD situation gets worse, which, I mean, yeah, I, I get it's only like a few weeks, but I don't know if it comes up again or in the playoff when it comes to playoff time. I don't know, because I, I can see a Utah Jazz beating a Lakers without AD. I don't know about a seven-game series of Utah Jazz beating the Lakers with AD, though. I don't know. We will see when the playoffs come. We should get a lot of good Western Conference playoff series, in all honesty, no matter who like the matchup is. There will be better matchups than others, but for the most part, it should be a really entertaining playoff run for whoever ends up coming out of the west but on the other hand there is a lot of potential for a few teams that come out of the east i know i said at the beginning of the year that milwaukee might come out of the east but now that brooklyn has Harden, i don't know brooklyn might come out of the east i could also see milwaukee i could also see philly the thing about brooklyn is they have no bench they can't play defense. Their offense will be enough or could be enough to get them to the finals, but they're not going to win. To be honest, uh, I'm kind of in the same boat. I can see it being 76ers. I can see it being Bucks. I can see it being Nets, and that's probably the only three in the East I can actually see coming out of it. Um, the, yeah, the thing with the Nets is that they're mainly offense, no defense, no bench, no depth, no nothing um, besides their starters. And that's obviously their main focal point. I think they're probably going to make some moves to try to get that rearranged and changed up before playoff time. Wait, Griffin? Low-key, uh, the return of Lob City with him and uh, DeAndre Jordan. That would be kind of funny now that I think about it. <laughs> the return of Lob City in, uh, uh, in Brooklyn. Um, but, yeah, I, I do see them making some defensive moves, um, especially before before trade deadline is done. Um, with the Bucks, the Bucks is scary. There's second seed, but like I don't know. I just feel like they kind of they always fumble the ball really when it comes to playoffs. 76ers are are just heat right now. Um Joel Joel Embiid is just having a excellent season. No wonder he's just like top 3 in the MV in the MVP race. If I had to choose right now though, I would go with 76ers just because um I can kind of see Brooklyn fumbling the ball. Um I know Philly has just Philly's come close but just never really been pushed to the edge. Um I think with the new coaching, uh I think with just the fact that they're hungry, I would probably say they're the hungriest team in the East arguably right now. Um I think they just want it. I know Brooklyn Nets need it, but I think Philly wants it more. And I think that they would top the Nets to come out the East. It would be an excellent seven game series. And I do think it would go to seven games, but I think, uh, I think Philly would come out on top. You know, my dream scenario is for the Pacers to get TJ Warren and Karis LeVert back healthy and we can have a healthy roster for the first time and, forever and we make a run to the finals we just man, this man is still hoping we just come together because low-key if we get back healthy we will be one of the most complete teams in the entire league yes i i agree with you i'm not saying that we would be you know the nets or the bucks or the sixers but i'm just saying we could give them a real run for their money so We'll see what happens. I, I just hope we can get back healthy. We'll make a deep playoff run, maybe. I think we'll be a Cinderella team. I think you guys are good as a fourth seed. Like I said, I see y'all either being fourth, fifth, or sixth. Um, I'm just not trying to play Boston in the first round. Give me the Hornets. A Hornets might beat y'all. 
And yeah, if y'all actually do. Nah, I don't think so. Just give us they the horns. If we can somehow pass up Brooklyn and get the three seed, I'd be satisfied. I can imagine you I can imagine Pacers being up three one to Hornets Never. and then That's just losing losing the rest of the series. Bro, the Hornets have like their entire roster has like zero playoff experience except for like Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward. Yeah, but as far as they both go, I I kinda do have the number one seeds coming out of both conferences. But that's hard to say because it's hard to not imagine the Lakers not being in the playoffs. In the playoffs? But yeah. I mean no, not like in the I mean like for like the actual chip. Oh, the finals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I don't know if the Jazz will keep the one seed until the end of the season because the Lakers are only like a game and a half behind them. I don't know, especially if they get AD back soon. They'll keep winning games. I don't know. They have a better team. It's, it's going to be interesting. They have a better team than they did last year. And the Jack, they got Bogey back. I miss when Bogey played for us. It's cool to see him balling out in Utah, but they got Bogey back. He didn't play for them in the playoffs last year, which will be a huge difference for them. So we'll see what happens with Utah, and we'll see what happens with the Lakers. I think it will be a very exciting matchup if we got that in the Western Conference Finals. Have, have every, Has everybody just given up on the Clippers? They've been better this year, obviously, I think. Then they they've shown that they are better than they were in the playoffs, but it's still the Clippers. No matter, it see, seems like no matter who is on that roster, they just cannot get past the second round. See, my thing is, I feel like we were looking at the Clippers exactly, not exactly, but similar to how we look at the Nets right now. As in, the Clippers had to win it, or we at least thought they were going. We were going to see an LA versus LA in the West. That's what we at least were hoping for, but we didn't even get that. I say that because I, f- I feel like that's similar to how Nets need to not only – well, we know they're going to make playoffs, but not only they do they need to make the actual conference finals, they actually need to, like, win the whole thing. So, I don't know. It's, I kind of find it like a, a small parallel, so to say. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But with that being said, get into these album recommendations. What do you have for us this week? So the week of February 15th, I want to continue with going down my uh, appreciation for basically instrumentals, I guess, so to say. My appreciation for production. And so... I am going to recommend another artist. Um, I think I've, I don't think I've recommended a, a CJ Fly album before. I feel like I haven't, but I'm going to recommend uh, CJ Fly, The Way I Hear It, Volume One. Uh, it's a weird way of trying to spell, or the spelling is kind of weird with the title of the album, but because there's parentheses around ear. So, Basically, what it is, it's a different project from CJ Fly, who's actually put it out. But it's different because it's uh, it's all instrumentals. He doesn't uh, really rap on uh, any of them. But it's um it's like uh it's like twenty one minutes, but it's all instrumentals. I appreciate it solely on the fact that I just appreciate you know production and uh, instrumentals. Uh, like I've said before, I feel like it. Their, their goal is to take you on a trip, take you on a journey. And uh, I feel like this one, because he already has great instrumentals uh, on his previous albums, like uh, Fly Trapping, uh, Rude Boy, if I said that right, because it's pronounced uh, B-W-O-Y, so, um, which came out last year. Fly Trap came out 2016, but... Um, yeah, he. I feel like he has great instrumentals on his own, uh, and the fact that he just put out an album just with only instrumentals, I think, is uh, phenomenal. So that's my recommendation. Another instrumental album with great production and great sounds. So 
This week, my album recommendation is the Judas and the Black Messiah inspired album. It's not necessarily like a soundtrack, but basically songs inspired by the movie that I had recommended uh, early in the episode. And it's a very complete project to be kind of an inspired album from a movie, kind of like the Black Panther album. A lot of song most of the songs on there except for maybe one fit the album so perfectly that i haven't seen in a soundtrack like album since the black panther album and even though that was only three years ago but there are a lot of lot of solid tracks on here the song with um jay-z and nipsey uh what it feels like a great song the hit boy song broad day amazing it's a lot of great bars on here but then you also have a lot of melodic rappers on here kind of like Lil Durk if you even want to call him a melodic rapper because I know Lil Durk at least in the last couple of years he has a lot more melodic songs than he did before oh uh, you got a bunch of guys who are like newer I guess like Push I I know Push I is kind of hit or miss for me but he's been growing on me a little bit over the last few weeks or so but my only complaint with this what song, wait what were boy, you I was gonna say what song what song threw you off so the first song that threw me off on here was called I Declare War by Nardo Wick I've never heard a Nardo wig before, but it's, it's legitimately like not a good song. I would say that. Dang. I don't think it's a good song. Then the also another song that threw me off, which was really surprising. The bonus track on this song or this on this album called Black Messiah by. Oh, no, you're not. By Rock. You're not Hill, talking about the legend. Oh, no. Was you out of pocket. A very, very underwhelming song. I won't say that it was a bad song. But it's supposed to be Rakim. It's, you know who you're speaking on, right? You know who you're talking about, right? Yes. The great Rakim. I own Paid in Full physically. I have that album. But this song, Black Messiah, was a very underwhelming song. <laughs> uh, I have not. I, I did not actually listen to it. I was supposed to, but I did not get around to listening to it yet. But don't so waste your time. I don't have... I'm going to listen to it because I don't like you speaking on Rakim's name like that. I'm not even speaking about him. I'm speaking about the song that he just happened to do. Like, it's not anything against I him. I mean, but you said, it's, you said it's trash, right? I don't know. I'm not going to say that it's a garbage song. It was just very underwhelming. Just very underwhelming. Well, I don't know. I don't know Rakim to disappoint. That song will disappoint you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, Chief. We don't have to, we don't have to check that one for the culture low-key but yeah very very solid album definitely kind of fit with the vibe of the movie i actually watched the movie before i listened to the album but um i guess either order works like watch the movie first or listen to the album second or vice versa or just listen to the album because i know a lot of people don't have hbo max but definitely check this one out if you're looking for a longer album there's 22 songs on here but it doesn't feel like that. It does not feel as long as it is. So also honorable mention album for this week. I'm not sure how you say this, the title of this. I think it's called like Uncle Uncle Jazz or One Soul Jazz. I'm not sure how you say it, but it's by this alternative group called Men I Trust. This, jazz, this album is one of the best albums I've ever heard, to put it simply. For real? It is literally- Came out this year? Uh, it came out 2019. So a couple years ago, oh. I listened to that album and it was legitimately like one of the best albums I've ever heard. We gonna have to give it a spin. I'm gonna get it on vinyl as soon as I can find it because right now, like, apparently the first pressing went was like 500 copies or something. So, not paying a hundred dollars for that. So I'm gonna see if I can find a basic pressing, so I can just have it in the collection. So. Two album recommendations this week. The Way I Hear It, Volume 1 by CJ Fly and the Judas and the Black Messiah inspired album. You got anything to say before we hop off of here? Just stay safe during this bad weather. Um, I, I know a lot of places ain't putting down proper amount of salt. Certainly didn't do it with this one. Um, not clearing roadways. That's all, that's all for me. Yeah. I don't have much to say. All I really have to say is to stay safe with all the snow out here because it's going to be really bad, especially probably in the morning and throughout the day tomorrow because it's a lot of snow and it's Indiana. We should be used to it by now, but 
a lot of surprises can come with this stuff and not a lot of good ones. So definitely stay safe out there, man. With that being said, we will see you next week.